All right, hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Off the Reel. I'm Michael. I'm Patrick. So, um, this is our second episode. We're, we want to talk a little bit about uh, what's new, 2022. 2022. If you've been watching movies, um, it's been a really big year for films. Yeah, yeah. But not only films, it's been a huge year for horror movies. Indeed. Some of the best movies that's come out this year so far have been horror. Probably some, I yeah, I would, there's... This has been an incredible year for horror movies. I saw somebody online say that this is like the 1982 of like 2022 or like or the 2020s rather. And I think I think there's some merit to that. I don't know if that's entirely accurate, but I think like the thing came out in 82. Um, now I can't fucking come up with an 80s movie to save my life. But um, Dude, a Nightmare on Elm Street. No, that was 84. 84, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought we were just talking about the 80s. Oh, okay. no, yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> talking about the 80s. I love the 80s. But it's been an... It's 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 so... It's like every horror movie that's coming out in theaters is just fucking amazing. Like, it's it's like there there's no... We haven't had a shitty January movie. All Well, we had Uma, which I didn't watch. I hadn't watched it either. But we, I, don't, I bet we don't have to. Probably not, no. But, like, that's the only one that I can... Everything has been so weird and like esoteric and its own like unique thing this year. We had a fucking like a weird porno horror trilogy come out, like two entries of that in a fucking what? Right. What like there's nothing coming out right now that's just like and I know you like possession movies, but like boring possession movie, yeah. Boring ghost movie, like another haunted house movie and like not not that those are bad movies, but right. like mo- a lot of those are just the same shit recycled over recycled and over, over and it doesn't feel very interesting i want to like possession movies yeah um honestly most of them i don't like mm-hmm. but i always have hopes for them. you want them to be good. i want them to be good what's this new one called again the new the new one called the, the new the, one the, the, the uh, pray pray to the devil pray to the devil that's right it, <laughs> I, I want it to be good it's probably not gonna be see i every i don't know if it's just the horror fan in me but like i guess every horror trailer now i try to go like well you know what i see something in here that could be really good and I think that there's a lot of interesting possibilities in, like, the f- first woman exorcist. And, like, you're watching this, cl- like, basically this class of, like, how to become an exorcist from an outsider perspective. And then she gets brought into the fold. That's an interesting framing device. And I really like that shot where she's walking in and, like, she's being led in by the the teacher. And he goes, you know, the heavens are fallen and shit like that. That seems really <laughs> cool. And there's something kind of interesting in the, you know, the let me in, the way that line is repeated oh, yeah. as an indicator that this is the same demonic force. But it's probably going to be dog shit. Probably. <laughs> like, I, I, I always have high hopes. Like, I'll watch a trailer and be like, this could be good. Then I'll watch it and I'm like, it's, it's not. It's pretty terrible. And then at the time of recording, we also have um, Smile coming Smile. out. Smile. That, that one does seem like your typical kind of 2019 fucking... Truth or Dare. That's uh, like, that's what it reminds me of was the Truth or Dare movie when yeah. like everybody that died had this like goofy ass smile on their face. Snapchat filter. Right. Fucking but I'm not gonna lie, I want to see it. it. Okay, I that one I have more faith in than Pray for the Devil. There, it like I think we're, I think we're, kind of moving away from like Paranormal Activity ripoffs. Right. And the Conjuring ripoffs. Everybody, or like I think we're gonna go into and I've seen a few movies do this. I saw a movie called Blood Conscious that did this, but uh. We're getting into the A24 ripoffs. And even like this... It's become this, a thing now. It's like A24 vibes. Yeah. People are kind of like, yeah. <laughs> and it's shit... Like, it's really interesting. Like, you should watch Blood Conscious just to see, like, how you do that in a really bad and shitty way. Because it's like, oh, we're going to shoot it in fucking pillar box <laughs> for no reason. And it's all going to have this, like, cool color palette that makes it look like fucking, I don't know, it comes at night. Right. Or whatever. But... The acting's terrible. The plot is very ambiguous. And, I mean, it's a cool premise that it right. has, but they fucking... Anyway, but... Not gonna lie, I'm a huge A24 fan. Um, most of the movies that's come out this year that I've loved Hell are yeah. A24 movies. Absolutely. But yeah, it's becoming a bit obnoxious, the way people are just like, oh, there's this movie from back in the 80s yeah. that's like A24 vibes. Uh, and I'm like, off. I've seen that. And I'm like, oh, come on. No, don't. Yeah. Don't don't make it that. No. Yeah, I'm not, I haven't heard that in particular, but yeah, I don't, I'm really frustrated a lot of, by just like the lack of literacy of older movies in general, like everything has to be, I mean, I guess it, I guess it, it's just the passage of time, but 
like if anybody watches like an 80s movie yeah they're like oh yeah this feels like a fucking a24 movie or something like no it feels like a it feels like fucking phantasm man that's right. it's, it's just a cool fucking thing that exists you know like if, it doesn't i feel like if a movie comes out now that's not just cookie cutter yeah like if it's if they try something different which luckily a lot of movies this year has been doing horror movies at least especially horror movies yeah like i feel like people are like oh it's a24 vibes yeah. because it's so kooky and different well going back to what you were saying about um like oh, especially horror doing interesting things this year i think that that really goes into kind of the outsider perspective that horror brings like horror has always been kind of a fringe culture mm -hmm. and what do we get what is the biggest kind of fucking blockbuster cinema right now it's these fucking homogenized marvel movies and these fucking disney movies these disney properties and we're get in this time of homogeneity and just the same dog shit over and over it's just all this arbitrary you know just nothing cinema what comes to the forefront but the fringe culture, the outsider culture, the horror fucking community is coming back in full swing. We, we did it in the 80s, too. I mean, or they did it in the 80s. I wasn't, I wasn't there. We're taking over again. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah, <laughs> we should. I hope, it, I hope it fucking keeps going. We're getting slasher movies. Absolutely. We're making a comeback. Weird. A little backstory. So, like, I went to um, film school. I graduated from USM, mm -hmm. represent... Yeah. And uh, my senior year was Patrick's entrance year Indeed to the was. film program. So, not hating on like all the art house cinema, but like I've always been a big horror nerd. Yeah. So like I'm going through like oh let's watch watch Citizen Kane and Breathless stuff like that. Like yeah they're Cleo good from five to Cleo seven. from five to seven. Love that movie. But <laughs> a bad example. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know I'm I'm, I'm a huge horror fan. Yeah, like. Yeah. And, like, a lot of people wasn't. Yeah, so, really? when Patrick came in and I met him, it was, like, my brother in horror. Hell it was, like, yeah. all these obscure-ass movies that I I've grew up loving. He's like, oh, yeah, I love that movie. Fuck yeah, dude. Fucking, what, what's one? What was one we, oh, like, In the Mouth of Madness. That in was not Madness. super obscure. Yeah. But, like, you talk to a fucking, you'd be amazed. You would be amazed at the fucking film nerds you can talk to nowadays who go, like, what's In the Mouth of Madness? Right. These fucking... <laughs> these fucking kids these plebeians dude <laughs> these fucking nothing human beings what who are you if you don't know fucking Sam Neill in that movie this is not reality you know if you can't quote that fucking movie ad nauseum did you know that my favorite color is blue you know shit like that he's <laughs> right. fucking awesome anyway so good so yeah so we're just gonna like talk about horror like what this year has brought horror you had mentioned uh, X the X trilogy yes, we have yes. X now we have Pearl that's come out and now he has announced a third entrance. It's yes. going to be a sequel to X. Maxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxxx
that like he's been a stunt coordinator on all these big movies, all these like uh, Chance Tehelski, uh, David Leach movies, and like he's been doing this shit for years and years, and they finally gave him a movie to correct, and it's like ah oh, fuck it, you're gonna get the pilot to some reject fucking vampire show, and he fucking killed the shit out of it. It was fucking awesome, man. And the, like the first fifteen minutes of day shift was yeah. just. Oh Holy my fuck. god. Like, I was sold right yeah, away. I'm yeah. like, this is probably gonna be dog shit. Yeah. You know, Jamie Foxx and Snoop Dogg are vampire hunters. Yeah. But the movie is just so great. It yeah. just goes batshit crazy. I, I like the fact that the exact term that I use, the terms that I use to sell you on the movie are what you were like, that makes it sound like dog shit. Because I was like, you know, it's a vampire hunter movie and fucking Snoop Dogg's in it. And I can't wait because he wears a cowboy hat. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Which thanks, I guess I didn't sell the movie very well. Oh no, well. yeah, it's old. Like I mean, Snoop Dogg. Yeah, yeah, and, right? he, and he's so good in the he's movie so too. He's so fucking good. He's he's black cowboy. What's his character's name? Do you remember? Oh, I don't remember. But anyway, but uh, that movie's fucking rad. The action looks incredible. Oh yeah, the action's amazing. That's one of the best parts of the movie. Is yeah. just these fight scenes between like Jamie Foxx and the vampires. Yeah, like that first fight scene. I don't think the rest of the movie quite lives up to it. No, that first scene just sells you. Yeah, there and there's so many like creative innovate not innovative but like really fucking awesome just moments like there's just there's just the shot where they pan over to like the mirror and you see jamie fox fighting like empty clothes yeah because vampires you can't fucking see them <laughs> it's just fucking cool shit like that man it's just it's, it's a fucking awesome movie uh, that's but, so good and it feels it sh- it really shouldn't be that good because it like i said it's just it's it's a it's a fucking ABC pilot from '95, you know? <laughs> right? It's 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 the most mundane bullshit that's been packed full of like really good performers putting their all into it, creating likable dynamics between the characters, in addition to the really great action and the great direction. And they fucking make that movie work. And I'll watch those fuck. I'll watch like three more of those things. Oh, yeah. absolutely! Hell yeah! Maybe not four, but I'll watch three of them. <laughs> Okay, so we got to talk about one of, the, probably one of the best horror movies to come out of this year yeah. to date, mm-hmm. Barbarian. Barbarian kicks ass, man. I fucking love Barbarian. Like I gotta admit, from the trailer of that movie, like the trailer, oh, yeah. I thought it looked good. It looked it, fine. It looked it, fine. It, yeah. I wouldn't say it looked good. <laughs> I mean, I, thought, I, I was like, yeah. I'm interested. You know, like Pennywise yeah. gets you know dragged down a hallway, like that's, yeah. whatever. It looked kind of boring. It looked like it looked like a cookie cutter movie. Yeah, it, looked it looked like a like movie nothing. that you've seen a billion times. Yeah, look, you know. That's, and, that's the whole fight. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Like, that's, like that's how they said. That's, that's what. Fu- oh my god. That's what. That's like. Oh my god. Go ahead. <laughs> so from the trailer, it's it looks like one of the movies where like girl shows up on a rainy night at this house and there's a yeah. weird guy inside. Yeah, and, and you know exactly where it's. Going. And you know exactly how it's going to end. You know what the middle's going to be. You know how it's going to end. Yeah. Like. Why go watch it? Yeah, and that's what that's what all of our friends were saying. They're like, "Why watch this? This right. looks fucking mundane." It's a movie we've seen a billion times. But you go into that movie, yeah, mind blown. Like I was not prepared, yeah, for a movie that's one truly terrifying. Holy shit! That fucking that troglodyte bitch. What the fuck? <laughs> what am I looking at? That thing is crazy looking. That thing is the scariest thing I've seen since Don't Look Now. Is like little scary dwarf lady. <laughs> Oh my god. That that first scene, if you've seen the movie, like... Holy fuck. When they go down... Oh, I guess... So, the, okay, first, start of the movie. Yeah. When, um... I can't remember her character's name. No, yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> the lady. The la- yeah, the star. The female lead. Yeah, the, the lead. She goes to this house. You know, it's rainy. And, you know, it's like a, it's like a B&E she had... Or Airbnb, not B and E. Tess. Yeah, Tess. That's right. She uh, goes to this Airbnb, uh, Airbnb that she had secured online, and there's the other guy who's already there. Keith. Keith, and it, this movie builds up tension so well. There's this long scene oh, yeah. of just them interacting with each other, yeah, them friends, talking. Like... Both of them kind of being standoffish with the yeah. other one. And you like, can obviously tell he has a crush on Tess. Oh, he yeah, thinks yeah. he's you know pretty or whatever. And, they, and, they, and they're both nervous. And they're both nervous yeah. for their own reasons. But it, it just builds up tension so mm-hmm. well, and like you think you know where the movie's going. Yeah. And it just turns completely it, the other way. It goes. Yeah. It just fucking. It beats your head into the wall with what kind of movie it's going to be. All of a sudden, 
dude, like when uh, I don't know, man. It's like it, it, it. It's so interesting the way that it builds, like this the characters' relationships. It's very psycho, because you you spend the first twenty, maybe even thirty minutes. I I'd like to go back and like check and see exactly when old troglodyte girl comes out, <laughs> um, because like you 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 have this whole movie set up and you're like they set up they we're not kidding when you when we say they set up a whole different movie because like when you meet the the lead she's been set up at this airbnb by her potential employer who is a documentarian who's doing these this documentary on like artist communities on like art you know communes um art collectives or whatever and i was like oh shit so she's been set up maybe keith has also been set up or maybe he's in on it as like part of an experiment about like this artist community that's gonna like somehow be like this weird cult that they're like doing some kind of weird fucked up art with these two people and i was like this is the type of movie that it is like you don't say this shit you don't set up all this shit and like keith's also in some kind of like a music collective there's no reason that this is all here unless it's feeding into the reveal at the end. Right. Nope. Literally none of it comes back. Nope. It's just there. It, yeah. it makes it, it kind of, in, in a way it kind of pulls you into like the realism yeah. of the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like, okay, I'm going to fly on the wall with these two, you know, people interacting. Yeah, and it's, like, like, it, like it does feel really realistic in that way because when something fucked up happens to you, and I think we can all relate to this, it comes out of fucking nowhere. You're right. just living your life, you know, you think your life is developing in one way, and then a goddamn troglodyte comes out and beats your potential love interest into the fucking wall until his head's mush. Right. Until his head's spaghetti, you know? And um, I just think that's... And it's so fucking scary, that shot, where she comes fucking skittering out of the Screaming darkness. Screaming at the top Screaming. of her lungs. Screaming. Holy fuck. I've ne- I haven't... I don't get scared in movies. I don't get scared playing scary video games. I was unnerved in a fucking theater full of people surrounded by friends just what the fuck is happening and it wasn't even a jump scare i wouldn't say like when that happened i didn't really jump i can i will say though i have not been that terrified of a scene in a horror movie in so long probably since um probably the conjuring the very first conjuring movie Mm. there was a scene that freaked me out but i'll get into that but (laughs) (laughs) what about uh what about hereditary did that scare you at all hereditary um it it i won't say it, it didn't scare me Okay. I will say it left me very uneasy almost. Okay, yeah. okay, like, yeah, I watched Hereditary. I love Hereditary, by the way. Such a oh, of course. great fucking film. But, it, like I said, it didn't really scare me. But after the movie over, I do remember being like, I need to go home and watch something really yeah, happy yeah. with, like, <laughs> talking animals, possibly. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, dude, <laughs> That movie's so fucking heavy. That movie's the heaviest shit. I don't know how Ari Aster does it, dude. I don't know Genius. how he... He's a fucking amazing filmmaker. But... There is, I, I do think there's genuinely scary shit in that movie, like when she's up in the corners, the walls, oh, what yeah. the fuck. And but, when you hear that sound. Yeah. I remember that, that, that scene really got me. Like, everybody talks about the scene oh, yeah. where um, the Char- daughter, Charlie gets her head knocked off. Yeah. That, that scene is really heavy, but yeah. there's a scene where, I can't remember the details, but like, the, like, the whole family's fucked. Yeah. And the the kids like walking like through the house and you hear like this like sawing noise. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, What is that? And he there's blood dripping the amps up and his mom is it's floating fucking... just cutting her own head off yeah. but like with a wire. Dude, it's fucking crazy. And I'm just like, What am I watching? See, I think the scariest shit if you're gonna do supernatural or like um I guess a, a word for it is absurdist horror, uh, is you have to fucking thread the needle between like it has to be kind of absurd because there's like an element of like this would never happen like this is just like you don't see this shit where it like it's just before being really ridiculous and funny because there's another version of that where you look up and you see a fucking woman sawing her own head off and Ariaster hasn't struck that 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 balance of tone and it's absurd and goofy and silly there's another version of barbarian this woman comes fucking sprinting out of the darkness, slams fucking Pennywise's head into the wall, and you're laughing because it's so out of place and absurd. You know, I'm sure some people laugh, but like that's you have to. 
if you're gonna do insane imagery like that, like this crazy fucking seven foot tall titty swinging <laughs> uh, nightmare woman, or this fucking just these crazy horror scenarios, you have to you have to get right on the edge of being absurd. Like the uncanny valley is very important in these oh, kind yeah. of movies. Absolutely. And that woman is so uncanny. So uncanny. That shot later on where she where uh, Tess finally escapes the basement and like the the homeless guy pulls her out and she turns and looks back and the fucking the Her woman is the reaching claws. yes she's reaching out and then she descends back into the darkness she rescinds holy fuck that scene just that that scene right alone reminded me of like the 80s 90s yes. horror films that, yes like you were saying Wes Craven very very Wes Craven esque yes. The way he used to do, just showing like this, the the claws of this monster reaching yeah. out for you and then like missing you. Yeah, there was there's such strong imagery there. I oh loved it. Oh my god! And he, it really feels like we're getting some new, some really cool and interesting. I think we should only give horror films now to former sketch comedians, right? Because Jordan Peele fucking blew my blew my mind. With uh, with Nope, that movie's fucking awesome, and Zach Kreger fucking killed it with this movie. And they, these two guys, these are the the two scariest movies in their own ways mm-hmm. that I've seen in a long time. Nope, unnerved me in this weird Lovecraftian sense during the whole, you know, the whole the 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 sequence at the what, what's it called? The what's the show they did? Uh, that Stephen Yeun does. Uh, I can't remember the name of the show, but or, it's like yeah, a little yeah. family show with a monkey. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 not even that scene. But the the where he's doing the 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 show out on the he's about to he's he's got the fucking horse out and he's gonna right okay, and like that whole sequence from when he introduces the horse, like pulls the tarp off, to the blood raining onto the house, or even the morning after with the fog, one of the scariest sequences I can recall. Because, like, I mean, spoiler alert for Nope. I guess we should have just preface it. Oh, if you're listening to this, we, we're going to spoil every movie we talk oh, yeah, about. Oh, yeah, You're fucked. Um, <laughs> but the, the, just that shot of, like, a fucking jean jacket flying through the night sky, and you can just hear the screams of the dying inside of it. What an immense horror. What a nightmare. And, like, there's something about, like, the, the, the collusion of these images and like the the weird sad melancholy naivete of Stephen Yeun's character bringing in his old crush who is now this disfigured sad woman who you know she's in a power wheelchair there's just it comes together in such an interesting way to make such a disturbing and nightmarish sequence and there's i think there's something to the fact that this is by sketch comedians and i don't know what it is they just understand tone and storytelling in, in, a, in an interesting way that other people can't. I will say Jordan Peele is on his third, you know, horror feature. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, each one is just, <laughs> he's killing it. Yeah, like, they're all different, too. Yeah, Very and, like, different. that scene in Nope, like, put that scene in any other movie, it would not have affected no, me. No, no, no. Of no. just the blood raining down his house while you yeah. hear these screams. It, that scene, like, that scene without context, it shouldn't be scary, but in the theater watching this movie... I was genuinely terrified for yeah, these man. people. I was hard. It was scary. Man. Like you have this one guy like hiding under a table, and I'm like, I'm right there with yeah, you, buddy. Bro. Like I don't want to fucking I'd be see hiding that. under that table too. Like, Fuck, dude. and oh my, even beyond how scary it is, like the craft of it, of like the visual storytelling. I'm a big visual storytelling guy. Yeah, of absolutely. like the way, or like not even visual, but I mean, like, it's audiovisual. It's cinema. It's cinema, man. <laughs> when fucking when. Uh, just you hear the rain coming down on the house and then the rain stops because fucking jean jacket is hovering over the house and like you just you just know like you you know that there's this flying saucer and you know like i don't know man it's visual it's just it's cinema man it's fucking amazing i love that movie such a good movie and like, you you don't even know what is happening in the beginning of that no, movie no, 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 like no. the begin- i remember cuz the trailer didn't really I didn't watch this much. <laughs> I did. The, it didn't reveal much. Like, yeah. you kind of got the hint that it may have been an alien movie. Yeah, yeah, But then you're watching the movie and, like, you know, debris starts falling down and, like, oh, yeah. his dad yeah, or the whatever part. gets killed by, like, a quarter oh, yeah. through his head. You're like, what? what? Yeah. 
Is this a metaphor? <laughs> this is an A24 movie? Right. What? It's yeah. A24 vibes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but going back to Barbarian, like, yeah. that first scene when, um, you know, this seven-foot woman comes out and yeah. just screaming, like, it, it kind of reminded me of the scene in Nope where, you know, the blood rain. Yeah. Like, it was just like, it's just, you're not really, it's not like a jump scare. Yeah. It's like you're in the movie. Like, you're just terrified. See, it's interesting. Like, in Barbarian, it is a jump scare, but that's not why it's so scary. It's right. because it, it unnerved, like, like a good jump scare should unnerve you. Like, it, it's a jump, and you're like, holy fuck, I wasn't expecting that. But then you're unsettled. Like, a lot of jump scares in these shitty horror movies, like, they're, they're releases. They yeah. release you from the tension. This one fucking introduces the threat. Right. And it mounts the tension, and it starts it, you know? And, then, and it starts the tension in that room, because yeah. that's... It's the first time you see this character going down this mm-hmm. long, dark stairway. Yeah. And, you know, she has, like, her phone as a light or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this woman comes out screaming. And then yeah. the next... And then we... She brutally murders Pennywise. And then we just <laughs> cut yeah. to fucking Justin Long. Yeah. Singing AJ. in the car in the broad daylight. And you're like... You're like, what the fuck? And it's like this mix of feelings. Like, one, you're like, okay, I'm safe now. I'm yeah, in the yeah. basement. I'm in the sun. I'm on yeah. the beach. But you, you, in the car with Justin Long. So I feel safe. Yeah. But why the fuck am I in the car with Justin Long yeah. singing? And you want to <laughs> get back to it. You're, you're, you're fucking... You're, you're hooked. Right. It's not like they killed the the momentum like a lot of movies no. would do. They they're like, what the fuck is this? Where am I? Why is this happening? It's building intrigue in a new way. It's it's really well done. And you almost you can't wait. Like you know, eventually you're gonna get yeah, back yeah, to the yeah. house, and you can't wait to get back yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you're hearing Justin Long's like building up his story. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I'm, you know, he's on this TV show, and he's just got fired off of it because this woman's yeah. saying he raped him, raped her. Raped her, yeah. And you're like, well, hopefully he didn't do that. Yeah. Oh, but, no, he's a good guy. He's he, Justin Long. Right. And you're like, you're hoping he's not. You're like, surely he's a good guy. Surely yeah. there's some miscommunication here. Exactly. Then his phone rings and he calls his friend and immediately he answers the phone going, what up, faggot? And you're like, <laughs> he probably raped her. Yeah, no, yeah, he, he raped definitely her. Definitely raped yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, she like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's... And then immediately afterwards he admits to it. He admits to, to it. To the director, Zach Kreger, playing a character I believe named Everett. Who we never see the face of, but it's it's him. And we also hear his voice a little earlier on the phone. He's like his agent. That's He's true. like, you're fucked. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, man, that's it's it's such a great. It's it's a film that's been, t- and I love this about horror movies. There's no other genre that is so contingent on expectation. And there's so so <clears throat> fucking many horror movies forget that that's a, an element that you can play with. That you can play with the the expectations of your audience and create like a really cool and interesting story. Um, Haunt is another movie that does that. There's they're setting up at the beginning of the movie. You meet the lead. She's this kind of neurotic uh, young. I don't know if she's a sorority girl or if she's just a, a college student who lives with a bunch of other uh, other young women. But she's just bro- broken up with her boyfriend, an abusive boyfriend who's like stalking her. And she's scared, and they're like, you know what? Let's go out. Let's have a let's have a party on Halloween. It's Halloween. Let's fucking let's get turned up. And they go out, and they meet this group of guys. And you're like, um, I don't know about this. And they're like, let's go to this haunted house. And you're like, oh fuck, it's gonna be one of these things where these fucking guys bringing them out. And you know, it's um, it's this whole fucking scenario. And right. like we've seen this a thousand times. And they get out to the haunted house, and I don't want to spoil anything, but it goes in a different direction that plays directly into what you were expecting, but specifically subverts your expectations in a way that kind of barbarian builds on in a, I think a probably a superior way because it, it, it feels more in tune with audience expectations or like the expectations of a horror fan. It feels right. like a horror fan's movie. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, like just like Jordan Peele, I think that's what a lot of newer horror movies are doing, like successful horror movies. Yeah. Like even like, um, us, us, which was Jordan Peele's second film. Uh, Barbarian does it. Like horror has went so many places mm-hmm. to where there's there's nothing really new under the sun. Yeah. At least you don't think. Yeah. And you know you you see especially like the trailers or even like when it sets up the story you're like okay I've seen this movie. Yeah. yeah. You know he's gonna kill her. You know they're gonna mm-hmm. go crazy whatever. Yeah. 
But then it turns, and it's like yeah. a different kind of movie. X, for example. Yeah, oh yeah. X was Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. A group of, like, you know, pretty young people yeah. go to this redneck house in the middle of nowhere yeah. to, you know, do whatever, mm-hmm. make a movie or whatever, and yeah. the crazy rednecks are like, oh, okay, I know yeah, how this yeah, movie's yeah. gonna, what's gonna happen. Exactly. If, you know, Leatherface is gonna come out. Yeah. But then it goes somewhere completely different. Yeah, I, I remember watching the trailer for that movie and being like, what the fuck is the threat? Right. What is gonna be happening? I know a guy gets stabbed in the fucking eye. I know it's a slasher <laughs> movie, but who is kill? Is it supernatural? What is? What's going on in this fucking farm? Is she? Does she have sundowners? What is going? You know, I was, I was so interested. I was, man, what a great fucking year for horror movies, dude. Absolutely. And, but, uh, do we want to keep talking about Barbarian? Do we want to get to the, the third act, which goes another kind of bug nuts ballistic? Yeah, completely goes a different way. Because, yeah. like, like I said, it built up the tension when you're mm-hmm. in that room for the first time. Yeah. Tess is in that room. Well, then, finally, you get back to that house with Justin Long, and yeah. he goes down there. Mm-hmm. And anxiety kicks in, because you're mm-hmm. like, oh, shit, I know what's going to happen. Yeah. This bitch is going to come out screaming again. Yeah. And you're just waiting for it. Yeah. I remember a buddy of ours was sitting next to me, and I'm, like, Justin Long goes down this hall, goes down this stairway into yeah. this hallway, and I'm like, oh, no, not again. Oh, and I'm, like, kind of feeling anxious. I look over at him. <laughs> This dude has, like, got both of his hands up covering his ears. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. In anticipation <laughs> for what's about to happen. And right then, like, I wasn't even, like, dogging him out. Like, I yeah. get it. But I was just like, that's that's, good. that's the effect this movie's having yeah. on people. Like, it's awesome. I love that. Like, I'm one of the sick people that when they get scared in a movie, I just start laughing. Because yeah, yeah right? I've, I've probably broken somewhere in my yeah. head. But, <laughs> dude, but when that fucking movie ended, I was so happy. I was cackling. I, that movie did break me, if you'll recall. I could not stop fucking laughing. I was so happy. That, the cut to credits is incredible. Like, they're, they're, it cuts to credits on a gunshot on the best like smash cut ending of a horror movie I can remember. They, you hear the gunshot, it smash cuts to credits. Silent of the theater. Everybody in the auditorium just hears me go, God damn. Because it's so fucking good. And just these people, these poor people are filing out of the theater, and I'm just guffawing <laughs> with joy, with up, with rapture at the fucking experience of bug nuts, terror, and horror, and comedy that I've, like, it's just a fucking, it's, it's such a great theater experience, man. I remember the credits were rolling for about a minute, and I turned to Patrick, and I said, so what did you think? And his exact words were, ah! <laughs> I love it. I love it. There's, it's, it threads the line between being so silly. Because there's a scene at the end, since we're talking about the ending now. Right. That's the fucking... I laughed my ass off. But it's like it doesn't dilute like my sincere thoughts that like the movie's great. It just goes fucking... It's, it's so weird that it can go bug nuts ballistic. And like I still take it seriously as like a scary horror movie. Because a character... Uh, Tess... AJ ends up showing his true colors and he fucking throws Tess off the roof of this fucking silo and you're like oh shit Tess is dead yeah what the fuck I mean that's that sucks because the barbarian is coming up the steps yeah. to grab him and he's just like well it's me or you yeah. so it's gonna so be it's me gonna be, throws yeah. her off and then it cuts you know this slow motion shot of Tess flying off the roof of this building and it cuts to her POV and she's staring up at the, at the top of this silo and who comes fucking leaping over but this fucking flopping titted ass fucking troglodyte monster reaching for her like Superman, like like the Iron Giant. And it's the most incredible fucking image I've ever seen. And I was laughing my ass off and it was so good. I just love the image of this creature that has been terrifying you for this yeah. entire movie leaps off the top of this tower <laughs> and it's in slow motion so her old lady titties are just flopping in the wind <laughs> and you're like okay maybe not as scary yeah, anymore no. no man that she's all elbows and knees she's so fucking scary that lady when she's coming skittering up those fucking up the stairs of that silo dude she's every bit as scary as she always was man i don't know but i will say the last two minutes probably of this oh, yeah. fucking movie changes everything oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah this you know the barbarian you you're one you're you know she's the enemy she's the villain yeah 
you you don't want to see her kill anybody. Mm. The last like probably two to five minutes of this movie, she becomes the hero. Yeah, in a weird way, because like she's a victim too. Right. Who is the barbarian? Who's really the barbarian? Is that is, is what this film asks? <laughs> so when she she murders hardcore <laughs> Justin Long, and you're just applauding. Yeah, dude. Because this guy has went back and forth about like yeah. being a good person or not. Yeah, and trying to like he has like a redemption arc that he immediately fucking immediately immediately fucks up. He's like, I want to be a good person. I want to be a good person. I've done some really bad shit. Immediately throws her yeah. off the water tower. I think good people can do bad things, but I'm gonna do a good thing now. Oh fuck, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Get the fuck off, bitch. <laughs> you know? And then the like last minute of the movie, you're kind of feeling sorry for yeah, her, yeah, yeah, because she sees yeah. Tess as her child, yeah, because but, she's so just mentally destroyed yeah, by this guy who's kept her, yeah. yeah. It's it's horrifying. It's it's still like, see, all the best horror is like like it, it'll scare you in the moment with like scary imagery with the barbarian bursting out of the shadows, but it's also got these fucking ideas that are so scary that this woman used to be human. Who is, and she's just been reduced to like this fucking gibbering mother figure. Just living in the darkness. Yeah, man. And it's like, it's it's all these, like, it's the idea of it. If you th- sit and you think about it, it's still fucking scary, you know? Like, if, you, if you're watching, I don't know, if I'm watching, like, Paranormal Activity, I don't think about that movie afterwards and go, like, no, I'm st- that's still fucked up. You right. know, like, it's just, it's a thing that happens while it's happening. And then you stop thinking about it. You know, I don't, I don't, I cannot remember a single thing about any paranormal activity movie except the scene in three where Randy goes, come on, Randy. You know, that's <laughs> it. That's all I got. But like, that's a good point. Cause like, that's one thing all these movies have done. Like X, Pearl, Nope, Barbarian, yeah. like all these movies coming out this year, they stick with you in a weird yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Like days later, you're still thinking about it. You're like, God, that was so scary. Or, it's you're unique. thinking of new ways why they're scary. Yeah. I, it's like you said, I think we're entering, we are, maybe it's because the world's so fucked up, maybe we're, like, because historically horror um, proliferates in fucked up social environments, like the 80s with Reagan and all this fucking Cold War bullshit, but, like, with COVID and with the Donald Trump presidency and the world fucking exploding, um... We've been getting so many interesting movies. Like I, I started noticing this last year, when we had like like the one two three four punch of like weird out there movies. We had Antlers come out. We had Last Night in Soho come out. We had Halloween Kills. Just these weird ass fucking movies. Like Malignant. Like within the span of a month, four if not great movies, weird, unique, thematically dense and interesting movies. And when has the horror genre been that in like the last twenty years? Man, it hasn't, you know? yeah. The, theatrically, at least, at least, you know, we've been, we, man, we got it so good right now. <laughs> and most horror movies, like, like a few years, a couple years ago, a good horror movie most of the time wouldn't ever touch theaters. No, at least not around here. Yeah. Like, most good horror movies you would find, like, underground. Like, yeah. you know, oh, look, I found this movie on DVD and fucking mm-hmm. Best Buy. Yeah, and, yeah, you yeah. know, it's great. Watch it. Like, yeah. I remember, like, Hellfest. And, um, yeah, Hellfest. It's a great movie. And, like, you've never heard about Blood that Fest. movie. Blood, Blood Fest. Blood yeah. yeah. Never heard about that movie. Yeah. And it just, like, I found it in a bargain bin one day. And oh, I was like, oh, well, let me check this out. Yeah, I saw that in theaters, actually. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. But now it's, like, all these... Movie like most of the time when horror movies go to theaters they suck like yeah. the Bye Bye Man and oh yeah stuff like that but or, now you have these huge like just amazing different for one horror movies yeah. yeah going to theaters and like it's a good time to be a horror fan right it now fucking it's amazing man I don't know I don't know what maybe they brought cocaine back because because <laughs> these are fucking if this was made in the eighties these are cocaine movies all the way oh, this is fucking Stephen King on a bender dude. <laughs> This is some fucking crazy Wes Craven making shocker ass shit, dude. I love. Well, okay, we haven't quite reached the shocker era yet, but we are definitely in the Nightmare on Elm Street. Fan- and I, I think I've made this point with you before, but I think the reason that we have so many horror fans nowadays that horror was at such a boom in the eighties was because it was so. It reached a point where it was so fantastical. Because mm-hmm. like Freddy Krueger is 
a cartoon character. Oh, yeah. he, like, he's cool. But he's, you know, kids can love him because he's a fucking scary, wisecracking fucking monster, you know? And Jason is this huge, muscle-bound fucking zombie. Michael Myers is... Michael Myers, he's still pretty scary. But like, <laughs> we, we, we get all these crazy fucking creatures and monsters and insane images and, like, b- the blob and the thing. All these things that kids would love. And it raised, like a, like, a whole fucking generation of horror fans. And I think that we're going to get... We're, gonna, we're falling back into that now. Because, like, just... They're, they're, like, what kid doesn't want to watch a fucking UFO suck a, suck a group of people out of a stadium like spaghetti, you know? And then just spit their innards out onto a house. <laughs> yeah, man. It's awesome. It's like, it's, it's the shit that would appeal to a kid, you know? And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that's really cool. Like, Malignant. Not a perfect movie by any stretch. Definitely not, no. But there's so much crazy fucking shit that, like, if I saw that when I was eight years old, I would I would be like, this is fucking amazing. This is so cool. <laughs> Did she just stomp on that fucking lady from, from Death Proof's head? That's so sick. <laughs> you know? And, like, is she running backwards and doing somersaults down a fire escape? That's amazing. Anyway, but... That's that's like like it feels like we are like in the new golden age of horror, and I'm Absolutely. so excited. I mean, years ago, not even that long ago, maybe like two or three years ago, mm-hmm. like if you were talking to like a fellow horror fan, yeah, and they're like, "Oh, what's what's a favorite horror movie of yours?" If you said anything to come out in the last five years, yeah, you're like, "You're not a real fan." Yeah, yeah. yeah. But nowadays, like, yeah, it's yeah, legit. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, fucking nope, or yeah. you know, nope, fucking nope is an all timer. Oh yeah, get out. Like yeah, get out, get out. Jordan Pill has truly been feeling it. Yeah. So, okay, so just 2022 so far, what has been your favorite horror film to come out this year? Man, nope. 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 Barbarian's probably a second. Uh, I have a list. If you want to go through, what, what? how about yours? Oh, man. Definitely nope and Barbarian. Mm-hmm. Um, out of the two, I don't know. There's been some good ones. Um, yeah. hmm. I'm a big Foo Fighters fan, so Studio oh, 666. Yeah. That one definitely up that there. That one definitely didn't break my list. <laughs> I wish it did. It, I was expecting like a movie from it. Maybe if I went back and watched it, because I found out that like they just did it as a goof and then they got a lot of money. Right. Maybe I'd like it more if I watched it in that context. But I don't know, man. The idea of like a musical horror film with the Foo Fighters and it's like a demon possession. It's not even a musical. I wish it would have been a musical. Yeah. See, I you know I like doing this. Do you mind if I go over what I think would be a great version of that? No, movie? go for it. So, like, the whole, like, Studio 666, it's built around fucking, Dave Grohl finds, like, a new chord or whatever, and he's trying to make this crazy album, and he's, like, they end up making, like, this 46-minute song, and I don't know how you do this, like, you wouldn't be able to It's all instrumental. Yeah, it's all, yeah, but here's what they should have done. The first half of the movie is them doing that, and, like, weird shit's going on around the house, and, like, you know, it's setting up, there's, like, some supernatural threat, but the playback of the song after they record it releases the threat into like Dave Grohl's soul and it becomes like night this crazy night of the demons fucking insane horror movie where the sound like it's a musical but it's, it's like this fucking instrumental horror thing that's like going along with what's going on you know like there'll be like a guitar riff and like you know it's falling it's like a musical it's going like it's the score it's like I don't yeah. know man I'm not I'm not really explaining it very well but it's it's the last 45 minutes would be like a guitar riff of like that's building an intensity of this insane shit it would be like a fucking 80s death metal album you know like what you expect that to be in a movie form you know i think i think it's a cool idea that would be cool idea kind of like the gate almost yeah yeah like the dude's a metal fan he plays it backwards and opens up the portal to hell yeah and but like in this it would be like it's playing the whole like the whole song has to play out and like they're like, oh fuck, we gotta stop the song, but it's like, it, it like I said, it's like a, it's a, a musical, so it's it's going along with like their beats. Yeah. Like like a scare will like the the guitar will like bam bam like build an intensity and shit. I think that's a cool idea. That's a really cool. Idea. I wish they'd done that, man. <laughs> you have fucking Dave. You have the Foo Fighters in a horror movie, exactly. and you don't make any cool new music with it. And what's funny is John Carpenter did the score for oh, that. Oh, it's movie. incredible. 
Which is it's weird. Like, it's a movie with the. It's a great score. Yes. But it's a movie about the Foo Fighters. The yes. Foo Fighters are playing themselves. They are a music ba- group. What the fuck? Why didn't they do their own score? Right? Why wouldn't they do that? But oh, okay. So going back to like the best, to, in my opinion, best horror movie to come out this year, mm-hmm. I would have to say Barbarian. Bar- okay. Okay. What, what, what do you think? What do you think ranks it above Nope for you? For, for me personally, I would say just I have not been genuinely terrified in a movie theater okay. in a long time. And okay. and Barbarian, as where Nope did freak me out in a couple mm-hmm. scenes, Barbarian had me Gen- okay. genuinely anxiety-ridden through most of that movie. Fair enough. Okay. See, I, I have to rank Nope above Barbarian only because... Well, first of all, I'm a I like I'm a nerd about like theme and plot structure right. and like Edgar Wright kind of circular like circuit circuit circuitous I don't know how to say the word like storytelling where everything like feeds into itself and like loops are closed like you'll set up something and it pays off and there's a bunch of that in Nope and all of Jordan Peele's movies and I I, I get cons- I, I'm I'm worried that like when I want to rewatch Barbarian. It's not going to have the same appeal, or I'll be bored during the first thirty minutes. Now that we've been discussing it, I'm—I don't think I will be, because you're, you're talking about like the way that their relationship develops, and I'm like, man, I want to watch that again, right? Because that's fucking—that's really fun, like watching. Because there's just there's just a scene where Tess walks out, and it's kind of a creepy moment, like some somewhat, or you're like expecting it to be creepy, where she walks out and fucking Keith has set up, like, wine glasses for her. And, like, a wine bottle. And he's like, hey, I don't want to open this, but, uh, you know, and, and, and if I thought maybe, you know, I'll, I'll fuck. And it's, like, <laughs> it's this cute, kind of sweet moment. And it's, I don't know, man, I just, I want to rewatch that. That sounds cool. That's, it's a cool fucking sequence. And I will, that's another thing I will say about Barbarian. Walking out of that theater, mm-hmm. every part of me wanted to turn around and go watch Hell it again yeah, right then. I did, too, actually. Every, everybody, well, most of the people in our group fucking love that movie. Right. One of our friends thought it was the best movie he'd ever seen, which is high praise coming from a fucking Blade Two fan. <laughs> it's if if that fucking woman had sunglasses on at night, that that would have been incredible. If that if that woman had been played by Whistler, it rips the face off and it's Ron Perlman. Yes. It should have been played by Ron. I, honestly, when I was watching the movie, I kept like staring at the the mother at the barbarian. Going like, is that, is that also played by fucking Richard? What's his name? The guy, the 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 the, the serial rapist and killer guy. Oh God, I can't. Oh that. fuck, Richard. Oh, that's gonna kill me. Um, oh, fuck. Richard Brake. Richard Brake. I kept looking at him and going, or at her and being like, is that? Is that Richard breaking makeup? Is that why he looks? She looks so fucking freaky. Maybe he's so crazy. He probably would do that. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that he looks like a looks like his character from Thirty One, but as oh, a as a woman, yes. you know. I haven't seen that movie, but I've seen the trailer. Oh, so Thirty One's it's, it's really so good. good. Yeah, I'm not a huge Rob Zombie fan. I'm not either, but Thirty One was fun. Okay, I'll have to check that one out. Yeah. I can't, I don't want to see monsters at all. Oh, I fuck. mean, I probably will watch it. But. Oh, I fucking forgot about the monsters. That I I've actually heard that somebody I saw somebody on Twitter say that it's like. The most Rob Zombie has been in love with cinema in years. Like, it's weird and experimental. Okay. And maybe the trailer was just the worst fucking thing in the world. I know. every The trailer I saw and every, like, still image I see of this movie, it looks like a monster porn parody. It looks embarrassing. Yeah. It looks <laughs> horrible. It looks horrendous. <laughs> I But I, I'm kind of curious. Like, I've heard... I'm curious enough to give it a try, I will say. I don't know if I want to pay for it. Oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah. But I'll watch this. I will watch that on streaming. <laughs> yeah, I'll if somebody else pays for it and they're like, "I'm gonna watch this." Do you want to be in the same room? I'll go. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'll just sit in the back. I'll think about it. I'll think about. It. I'll give it a good twenty minutes. I'll give it a good five. Give it a good five a minutes. Five. You know. <laughs> Gotta give it the old college try. Yeah. So with Which all is... the all the good hard movies that come out this yeah, year. Yeah. What is a horror movie yet to come out this year Ooh. that is still com- uh, uh, coming soon, if you will, that you're looking forward to the most? Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. I mean, there's Halloween Ends, which I w- I'm, not, I'm not super excited about. It's, I'm interested because I hear that they're going to go like a weird 
off-kilter direction, which in my head, knowing how David Gordon Green likes to operate, I feel like it's just going to be like a family drama and Michael's not going to be in it, which would be kind of cool. It's just like Lori like dealing with her trauma and shit. Like she just lost her daughter and she's like, no, Michael's coming back. I swear to God he's coming back. And that just doesn't happen maybe. I, I don't know, but I don't even, I can't even think of any more horror movies that are coming out. Well, oh, no, no, Hellraiser. The new Hellraiser. I'm so pumped about the new Hellraiser. I Absolutely. cannot wait about that for that. Um, yeah, I mean, just in terms of movies this year, that's probably, fuck, that's probably the last horror movie that I'm looking forward to. Yeah, definitely looking forward to Halloween ends. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm curious what they're going to try. Yeah. Like I kind of, I kind of hope Michael is there. I hope it's not. No, I'm sure. Because yeah. I had the, I had, uh, I was reading something and it gave me this. I was like, oh no, I hope it's not like he really did die at the end of Halloween Kills. Yeah, and he's just gonna be like that sounds in like her dog head. shit. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, this is not gonna be a good idea. I feel no. like Michael's just a figment of her imagination. Oh god, yeah. Um, looking forward to the Hellraiser. Yes. It, okay, so. It, it, it's probably gonna suck, but I have to admit I'm looking forward to Smile. I really want to okay. see Smile. Okay, I, I I don't really want to see it, but it's got enough cool imagery in that trailer that I'm down, man. I want to see. Like, it. I will say the trailer is goofy as all get out. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like there there'll be something to it. I I I do see that too. I don't know. Like I said, if it's the same thing with Pray for the Devil, where I'm just like, please God be good, please be the surprise <laughs> that we need, but. I do see, like, there's that cool image of, like, the corpse under the sheet, and it's got the, the bloody smile. That's a fucking great image. It's got these these weird, like, I hate to say it, A24-esque, you know. A24 vibes. Yeah, A24 vibes <laughs> of, like, these weird pastel colors, and then there's, like, a like a broken base in the corner. And, like, it's, I don't know, there's, there's cool imagery, man. And I think it has the potential to be something interesting that... I know the the part in the trailer that was like throwing off me, like our friends in particular was the swinging head at the car no window. that's that's soul I think that's a selling point <laughs> that's fucking awesome but I was gonna say the the shot the scene of the guy in the hospital room where he's just smiling and he goes you're going to die you're going to die because that seems fucking stupid that just right. sounds dumb but I'm like okay if you cut out the trailer music and you you're walking down this hallway, if they set this up right, and you look in that room, and then you just see a guy staring at you, smiling, and then just, like, no music, like, like scared, scary music, just he starts going, you're going to die. You're yeah. going to die. Like, that's just a crazy guy screaming at you. And you're like, oh, fuck. I'm, like, I'm just unnerved, you know? Right, that would definitely genuinely be scary. Yeah, like, if, that, I, if that happened in real life, man, I... I and if that does happen in this movie, I'm yeah. going to once again be pissed off that they showed that in the trailer. I know, man. Because trailers ruin movies so yeah, often. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't think that that's going to be the one that ruins it. I no. hope. I don't think. I don't. If there's a really well, if there's a really great moment, the trailer ruined. It's the fucking head swinging the, the down. The swinging dude. head of the car. Hell yeah, that, that's. My our friends were like, they thought that was dumb. I thought that was fucking sick. That's so cool. <laughs> it's not scary. I definitely want the context behind it. Oh, there's not going to be any. Probably not. <laughs> Actually, what could possibly follow that up? What could possibly? It's just gonna be her neighbor Karen that has yeah. like a abnormally large neck. Yeah, she's just got. She's like, I just got my neck hinged. You want to yeah. see? Hey, watch what I can do, <laughs> Karen. Please don't do that. Helicopter neck, dude. Right. <laughs> she takes off. <laughs> she can fly everywhere. Yeah, dude. I mean, I'd watch that movie. I'd watch that movie. It turns out it's not even a horror movie. It's just a movie full of just happy a, people. It's just a happy film. It's a happy film, really. It's an upbeat movie. It's a feel-good film of the year. It's just telling you to smile. You need yeah. to smile more, man. You need to smile more. Come on, smile more. Talk less, smile more. Hell yeah. <laughs> you need to do it happier and with your mouth open. That's that's for the widest kids you know sketch. You know, any of our widest kids you know fans. You know, Zach Kreger. Fucking represent. Okay, I hope he makes another movie. He can't man, wait. He was talking... He did this interview... Um, where he was like, I got another script I'm working on. It's a lot weirder and more ambitious, but I'm really excited about it. And he was also saying that he had like some superhero script he wrote that he wants to do, which, yeah. no, it was like a DC script, which now I'm shocked to say this makes me more excited. Right. Cause like five years ago, if somebody said like, oh, he's going to go do a new DC movie. I go, oh fuck. <laughs> Because those movies were so stale. But now they've just like... 
they've thrown out the the rule book of like trying to follow Marvel, and they're just like, let's make some weird fucking cool shit, man. I will say the last couple of DC movies have been better than the last few Marvel movies. Yeah, and like it's it's just because like with the horror movies, they're just doing wild buck fucking ballistic shit, and it, it's it's we- okay. This is a little bit of a tangent, if you mind. Go for it. Um, it's it's interesting because he like. 10, 10 or 15 years ago, it was exciting and weird that Marvel, all these Marvel movies were like continuity, like tight continuity movies. Mm-hmm. Like you're like, fucking Nick Fury's going to show up in all these, same actor, same plot line. They're going to remember what happened in the last one. You know, it's all these interconnected things that are like carrying over between these movies. That was fucking innovative. And like, we were so excited to see that. And now I'm seeing like Joker that has nothing to do with fucking this anything. other anything yeah. this batman movie that has nothing to do with anything this suicide squad that's kind of connected to a a now defunct version of the universe you right. know and like it's so refreshing to just see these movies and just not give a shit about being some big continuity story you know right i think that's super cool i'm sorry for going on that tangent oh no that's yeah. fine like i mean honestly you can loop that back to hard because like th- when the mcu started doing that it was this cool and new thing mm-hmm. like you know you would you know, watch, you know, Iron Man 2, and you would see people from the Hulk, and, yeah. you know, it was different. That hadn't been done. Yeah, it's cool. I remember watching the the first Avenger movie in theaters, thinking how just, you know, new and yeah, amazing this was for blowing. cinema. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that just connected all this. But now, like, horror flicks are doing, like, you have the Conjuring series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That all these movies are kind of, like, intertwined in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even now, like, with X and Pearl and Max coming out. Hell yeah. So I think movies are starting to do that now, and like Marvel just needs to die. But yeah. um, oh, I'm so fucking tired about it. <laughs> that now they're trying to like they're trying to spread their wings into horror. They're doing that were- werewolf by night piece of shit. People think it looks good. I think it looks like not. I don't think it looks good. I think it looks like ass. I think it yeah. looks like ass. I watched the uh, the I can't remember the New Mutants. I don't know. Maybe that. Yeah, that one was, was kind of fun. I don't know. I wasn't. I wasn't a big fan because it, it, it sold me as cool. a. It sold me as a X Men horror movie, yeah, and, it's and I was that. I was there for it. I was like, okay, I'm ready. I'm mm-hmm. down. I'm down. Yeah, that yeah. sounds awesome. And it it wasn't. It was as much of a horror movie as I don't know. It just it wasn't good. It, yeah, it, it was like a Goosebumps episode. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, but I I mean I kind of enjoyed it for that. I enjoyed it for its. It had a cool vibe. It wasn't perfect. No, I had fun with it. I need to. I don't know if I need to watch that. No, I wouldn't say. I don't, say think, it. I, I don't, I don't think want to watch I that one again. Watch that. I can I can hold off on Arya Stark becoming a. Yeah, right. Big bear. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That was kind of fun. <laughs> the giant bear at the end. If if you if you told showed me the trailer for New Mutants and told me it ended with a giant fucking kaiju bear <laughs> wrecking the building, wouldn't have believed you. <laughs> I would have thought you were full of shit. But I don't know. Yeah. Okay. About the Werewolf by Night trailer. Mm-hmm. It's in black and white, right? But as Marvel tends to do, they don't understand anything about interesting color grading or making movies look interesting visually. Because it's not so much black and white as it is like... Like, it's not stark and there's no contrast. It's, it looks like shit. Right. It just looks like they fucking grayscaled the fucking thing. There's no work... Like, I saw this image. There, they, there's this new release of Johnny Mnemonic that came out that was with the black and white cut. And everybody, there were some people on Twitter who were like, wow, this looks so fucking cool. And somebody else posted, they're like, just so you know that they put some effort into this, here is me, like, I grayscaled a shot from the movie. And then here's a shot from the black and white. The black and white cut looks great. The grayscale looks like shit. Because you have to go in and do some work to, like, bring out the contrast of the blacks and the colors and stuff. And they didn't fucking do that for Werewolf by Night. That's a weird rant to go on in this, but... I'm, I hate Marvel. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm I was a huge it. advocate for Marvel yeah. not too long ago, and I've just. It's over, man. It's over. It's it, it died, and it's, just let it die with Tony Stark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, he should have, fucking, Robert Downey Jr. should have had a contract in his contract that they had to kill the Marvel universe with him. That movie should. That was. That movie should have. That was a great ending. Like let it that, was. Let that be the ending to the MCU. That was fuck, and now they're gonna fucking. <laughs> sputter out like a fucking <laughs> crashing plane dude like it's oh. it's gonna it's gonna be ugly now you know I feel like, like it already is like it literally is. Thor 
the God of Thunder uh, or whatever it was or called. Love and Thunder. Love and yeah. Thunder. Yeah. I didn't watch it. <laughs> it. First Marvel movie I wanted to walk out of. Yeah. It was so. Don't saying it was bad is an understatement to that movie. It was. It, see, if I saw Black Widow in theaters, I would have. I would have wanted to walk out. It's, see, Black Widow. It wasn't great. But it was yeah. it was fine. Well, okay, maybe I'm being exaggerated because like I remember really enjoying the first twenty ten or twenty minutes, like that flashback scene. I was like, oh, this is gonna be fucking awesome. And then, the, like the way they sold me on that was that it was gonna be like a real action movie. Like you're gonna watch Natasha beating the fuck out of people. It's gonna be real martial arts, real fucking explosions and shit. And no, it's just another Marvel movie. It's yeah. just a CGI fucking fuck fest. <laughs> I will say Florence Pugh kind of stole the show on that movie. Florence though. Pugh's a bad bitch. She's good. <laughs> She's going to be great in anything. She's going to be great in Don't Worry Darling, which I'm still going to go fucking see. Oh, yeah, I definitely want to see it. I'm worried about it. because I'm of this, worried the, about it, darling. The yes. cluster. The cluster. The cluster fuck. fuck. The making of that movie that I've heard it was. I'm worried, darling. I mean, indeed. But, man, I was... It, it, they, they keep trying to commodify things that people find like they, they commodified superheroes Disney into like this niche this thing into this huge thing like fucking genre you know this worldwide phenomenon and they keep like reaching into things that like nerds will like to try to make us like Marvel more like hey we're gonna do like a real cool action movie with fucking Black Widow Hey, we're gonna make a horror movie with fucking multiverse of madness. We're gonna do, I don't know. I know they've done some other shit. I can't remember, but we're gonna do like a weird out there uh, TV show with WandaVision, you know. But it's all homogenized, you know, fucking corporate America. Mm-hmm. And the TV shows have become so just overexposed, mm-hmm. overexposure yeah. of the MCU at this point, mm-hmm. and they have more planned. <laughs> oh fuck, man! It's I like it's. I've been saying this, man. They're gonna, it's gonna reach either a point of continuity lock, or they're just gonna. The the bucket's gonna overfill and it's gonna spill out everywhere, and it's just gonna collapse, and it's gonna be like a new Cleopatra scenario, like like in the '60s, Cleopatra killed like whatever studio that was, and like Hollywood died for a while, and then it gave birth to like some new and interesting voices, and I'm I'm hoping that's what's gonna be happening soon, man. I just want Marvel. And fucking Disney to die. <laughs> and we get some interesting and cool shit. I feel like we're going to be... Unfortunately, I don't think it's going to die. I think we're all going to be living under the mouse pretty soon. Okay, actually... May, we might be... If we're fucking lucky. We, we just got Top Gun Maverick. Which is from a, a non-Disney studio. And it's not an original property, but it's, it's a movie. It's made like a movie... Mm-hmm. There's a lot of cool practical effects. It has a story. It has stakes. It's just a good fucking blockbuster. And it made a billion dollars at the box office. People want movies. They don't want this Marvel bullshit all the time. We've got... God help us. God say, Thank God for Tom Cruise. <laughs> because we got, we got the next Mission Impossible movie coming out. We got... I don't know. We got, we got some other cool shit. I, I can't... I'm blanking on... Well, I was going to... Never mind. I was going to say... The one I was thinking was the new Indiana Jones, and that's Disney too. So never mind. John Wick. John, we got John Wick. We got some cool genre stuff that could be like huge fucking, you know, occasions that could break us from the Marvel cycle. It's not gonna, fucking Avatar. God damn it, that's another Disney property. Yep. It's Disney's We're fun, fucked, man. Disney is battling themselves right now. We're fucked. We're so <laughs> fucked. Oh man, Tom Cruise better save our asses, man. I never wanted to say that. Tom Cruise better save Tom cinema. Tom Cruise needs to save cinema. He needs to go to space and fucking save cinema, dude. <laughs> he needs to bomb fucking Disney from orbit or some shit, man. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck we're gonna do. We're so fucked. One shot, one kill. One shot. So, what will Tom Cruise say to that? He'll get, be like, I love my wife? I don't know. <laughs> He'll be like, turn off your Show motion. Show me the money. Hell yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> He'll be like, Show, fucking turn off your motion interpolation, you pieces of shit. You know, uh, but I don't know, man. I we're we're at an exciting place in horror. We're at a very unexciting place in blockbuster cinema. Absolutely. And I'm glad that those two things can coexist, even though, oh fuck, Barbarian's a Disney movie. Is it really? Yeah, it's 20th Century Fox. Oh god. 
Oh. So does that mean the barbarian is a Disney princess? <gasps> I didn't think about that. I like Cause that. Because if so, I have a new favorite Disney princess. I do too. And she's very nude. <laughs> we don't have to watch porn parodies anymore to see naked Disney princesses. You can just watch that movie and see her titties flopping all over the place. Oh, Yes. Oh, I don't in even... In slow motion. Yes, and we got the fucking, the hairy little little baby bottle nipple, and it's just fucking, it's amazing. <laughs> Disney, I can't believe it. I can't believe they're, they're making good decisions. <laughs> this is, wait a minute. You've come full circle on the Disney. The so, Disney when is Barb, when is the, the troglodyte? When is she going to be introduced into the Marvel Universe? <laughs> Where is... Is she going to hang out with, uh, with Florence Pugh? Or are they going to go fight crime or whatever the fuck? Wait for Black Panther 2. Oh, hell yes! Wakanda forever. I knew it. That's going to... She... <gasps> I knew that there was a reason they weren't showing Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> they recast him. It's That's the... going to be. It's the barbarian Who's gonna woman. Who's going to lead us? Who's going to be the new Black Panther? You're just yeah. going to hear... Bebe. that's gonna be the next trailer you're gonna be like oh my god they're gonna i heard online they're gonna reveal the new fucking black panther in the new trailer (laughs) so (laughs) so to wrap up yes great it's a great time to be a horror movie fan it's not the best time to be a film fan no film is dying horror is going strong well, hopefully, eventually we'll just have horror movies. Yeah, okay, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll fucking, I'll, I'll die happy. There'll be nothing new under the sun except horror flicks. Exactly, it, like the like the Tremors tagline. Nothing new under the sun, but under the ground. Under the ground. Hell yeah, Kevin the Bacon. horror genre. Yeah, and Kevin Bacon. And Kevin, yeah. But they, them, we're not going to talk about that one. That's another episode. <laughs> another episode. Yeah. So that's it for this. Uh, this has been... Off the Reel, I'm Michael. I'm Patrick. Thanks for listening.